0: What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California.
1: And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California, along with Patty
0: Rising. With just six weeks until the California primary election, state Republicans are more optimistic than ever that they can finally win a statewide race this November. First, they have to crack the top two on the June ballot to even qualify for November.
1: Yeah, six weeks, Patty. Hard to believe. I don't know how focused on these races uh, the California electorate is yet, but that is a real question for Republicans in some races. Will they be shut out of some general election contest, as they have been in the U.S. Senate races the last two times? If they do make the top two, uh, could they really win one of these offices in a year when national tailwinds are at their back? Well. We'll have to capitalize on lukewarm support for President Biden and Vice President Harris, even in California, to try to make some inroads in a state dominated by Democrats. The GOP came out of its weekend convention with some momentum, but also some old divisions. And that all makes clear it's got a long way to go on its comeback trail in California, Patty.
0: Okay, so let's talk about which races are the Republicans best shots in California. Break it down for us.
1: Well, those would really be attorney general and state controller, which are, you know, slightly down ballot at the statewide level, but key offices that often lead to something else down the road. Uh, And, you know, one of the problems the Republicans have is their bench is so thin, they didn't really have anybody to run for governor or senator. And you need to start getting people into some of these other positions before you can take a shot at those biggest seats. So attorney general is going to be really interesting. We've had two of the uh, contenders on our show already. Uh, We had um, Anne-Marie Schubert, the Sacramento DA yesterday. We had Nathan Hockman last week. We hope to have Rob Bonta shortly. There's another Republican in the race named Eric Early. He lost the Republican uh, Party endorsement over the weekend to Hockman. So Hockman is the uh, you know officially endorsed candidate of the party. So it's kind of a four-way race. You have to assume Rob Bonta advances to the primary because he's a Democrat and Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one. And most Democrats in California just vote for the Democrat, especially the one they know best, and he's the only one there. So the fight is for that second spot. And it could be Nathan Hockman, the Republican. But Anne-Marie Schubert has a lot of law enforcement support. She's running as an independent. It is certainly possible that she gets into that top two, and there's no Republican on the ballot in November. We could see that happen. And then the other one where they really are focused is state controller. And there it's sort of the opposite. There's only one mm big Republican and that's Lanhee Chen who is a professor from Stanford who we've had on a number of times on this show uh, you know very bright promising man who won the Republican endorsement he was endorsed by the LA Times uh, he's seen as a more moderate not really a Trump Republican but there's three Democrats meanwhile fighting for a spot so it's more likely that Chen can get through to November and take on one of these Democrats uh, they'll split the vote you've got Malia Cohen former San Francisco supervisor she's statewide now board of equalization she's running and then Ron Galperin who is um the L.A. city controller, and Steve Glazer, well-known state senator from the East Bay. So you have three Democrats running, one Republican. That's certainly their best shot at, you know, getting someone on the ballot in November who could have a real chance to win.
0: You mentioned official endorsements. Uh, The party, the Republican Party, made them over the weekend at their convention. How important are they? You know, they're important in terms of being
1: able to say, I am the officially endorsed candidate of my party that helps you raise money. Uh, you've got that R after your name. You'll be on more of those mailers, although a lot of those are paid mailers now. But um, you are the official candidate, you get some party backing. Uh, but, you know, there have been times in the past when they couldn't it takes 60 percent to get an endorsement. So there have been plenty of times when uh, no one has um, won the endorsement. And sometimes the person who has, you know, loses in a, in a landslide. So it doesn't matter that much, but it does bring in money and it, that can you know, bring in more volunteers and give you that official stamp of approval, which can make a difference, especially for voters who aren't paying that much attention. If they know that one candidate was officially favored over the other from their party, that that can make some difference.
0: Okay, so you talked about some possibly competitive races statewide, AG and state controller. Non-competitive are the big marquee races, governor and U.S. senator. How can the party be taken seriously when it can't field a viable candidate for those positions? Yeah, it probably
1: can't, uh, which is why you see so many stories about the Republican Party, you know, failing and on its way to obsolescence in California when they only have 23 percent of the voters or, or something around that. The last time I looked and Democrats have twice as many and there's more no party preference than Republicans. Um, but as I said, you know, they've tried the the billionaire thing. They've tried the movie star thing. I mean, they need someone like that to step up and no one did. Uh, the people who tried before lost badly, uh, both against Gavin Newsom and then in the recall um so they don't really have the kind of person it takes brian dolly state senator from northern part of the state got the republican party endorsement over the weekend it was not easy for him to get there's a lot of republican uh, candidates he barely got it uh he's you know mildly known and he will be their guy but I mean, there's no chance he beats Governor Newsom in the fall. But again, they need to elect somebody like an attorney general, a state controller, a secretary of state, a lieutenant governor to, ha- to, to deepen their bench and have somebody viable who, who can show they can even run statewide uh, to take on either Gavin Newsom or this year Alex Padilla. Um, I think in a couple of years when Dianne Feinstein's seat is up they'll be in a similar position they're going to have a hard time finding someone unless it's a self-funding candidate who's got some name recognition already who can make a really serious run at any of those jobs
0: okay so we've talked statewide offices let's talk about the battle for congressional seats in california more competitive yeah there's you know
1: seven or eight key races again as there often are but they're not all really so swingy this time i mean most of them are held by democrats uh, they may be open for retirement, but I think most of them are probably going to stay with the Democrats. There's a couple seats that the Democrats are going to target that are held by um, Republicans like Mike Garcia in the, in Southern California, which where the Democrats have a real chance of flipping those seats. And then there's a couple of, of Democratic seats that the Republicans are targeting that they could flip. So when all is said and done, we may end up with the same sort of delegation we have now, uh, you know, with very few Republicans. The GOP might take one or two away, and then the Democrats might take one or two away the other way. So it could end up really... Uh, an even toss-up in the end. But that's not going to stop the national parties from putting a lot of money into California because, as we know, the Republicans really are set on taking back the House in November and making Kevin McCarthy Speaker, not Nancy Pelosi. So every seat makes a difference in California will be the focal point of a lot of that. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Patty. And, of course, the state of California is on every day at 3.30. You can also find it on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about water and in the face of the California drought, what things are working in the Bay Area to save water. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?